This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I can get used to this four in a row for the Miami Marlins as we welcome you into the Marlins Rewind. Great to have you in. Steven Strom here. What did we learn yesterday? We learned once again that the Marlins... At any point in the game, whoever is playing can step up in a big way. And yesterday it was the combination of Garrett Hampson, Gene Segura, who you got to be so happy for, and Avi Garcia. This is a deep lineup, and that bench continues to show out. That is what we learned today. For the recap, as always, here is your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, the Miami Marlins have run their winning streak to four games. They have collected consecutive series victories. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks and come from behind fashion 3-2 this afternoon. The Marlins have won three of their last four series and a total reversal of 2022. The Marlins are now 4-0 in one-run games after winning just 20 in that department in 64 tries in 2022. Welcome to the 10th inning show with Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff and what a win it was for the Marlins here today, Nelly. Goodness gracious, I don't know where to start, but I guess we can start with the pitching side of things. And we'll start with Braxton Garrett, who went five and two thirds. He was removed in the sixth inning, but he allowed a run on four hits, one walk and five strikeouts. And this is a guy last year, it may not be flashy, it may not be 100 miles an hour, but he seemingly gives his ball club a chance to win every fifth day. Well, when he's commanding the strike zone like he did today, I mean, he can go deep into the game. I thought he could have pitched out of that sixth inning. I understand that they wanted to get him out on a, on a positive note, but, you know, he struck out five, walked one, 81 pitches. When he is commanding the zone, which he has to to have success, he, he really did a great job of spotting his fastball and that slider was really good. He didn't throw too many change-ups today, but the breaking pitch was a really big one for him today. He was able to throw it to strike for strikes, also out of the zone and expand it for some swings and misses. But getting ahead, you know, it, it was such a key, it's so key for him, but he's done that in these last two starts, and he'll keep you in the ball game when he's getting ahead of guys. Man, a really good day for Braxton Garrett. He was relieved by Matt Barnes, who was then relieved by Andrew Nardi, who ultimately collects the win today. It was the second career win for Andrew Nardi. I'd like to go right to the eighth and the ninth inning. We'll start with Waskar Brazoban, who was really good. He was. You know, in the beginning of the year, he was that two-inning guy, which was nice to see, too, because you saw last year that so many relievers were one inning and they're out. I like when guys give you multiple innings, and he was that guy early when Shagwa was in that bullpen, and he was your late guy. Uh, he goes on the IL, so then you had to, everybody gets moved up, and Brazelbon was that guy that got moved up, and even Skip Schumacher, I believe it was in Philadelphia, that he said, hey, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to use this guy in higher level, leverage situations. I thought maybe he was going to go out and get a two-inning save. But he did a great job in that eighth inning. Uh, you know, he got ahead of the guys, and then he can use his change up and his cutter. Uh, brilliant job. And, you know, that's, that's, 
that's some confidence for him and also Skip Schumacher knowing that, hey, I can use this guy in the seventh, eighth inning when the game is close instead of when the game's out of hand. How about Tanner Scott? He goes 3-0 on Paven Smith, the pinch hitter in the top of the ninth inning. Then he pours in two strikes, and then he goes slider over the inside corner, and then after he got the first out, it just totally changed. He was in full control. Tanner Scott collects his first save of the season. That was just the second save opportunity for the Marlins. Yeah, and I think that was one of the reasons why Skip Schumacher took out Brazelbaum because they didn't want to put Tanner Scott in a situation with runners on base. They'd much rather give him a clean inning and let him make his own mistakes, and if, if something happens, then maybe they can make an adjustment. But, you know, once he got behind, you know, he has such good control with that slider. It's the fastball that kind of gets away from him a little bit. Uh, you know, he settled down once he got that strikeout. You know, he got the first pitch, little ground ball to first, and then he got that final out. And yep. he had 20 saves last year, you know, and this is the first one. You have multiple guys down in that Marlins bullpen that can give you that ninth inning, which is a huge plus that maybe they didn't have that before. So all things considered, today on the mound, you know, Marlins strike out eight. They walk three. They uh, navigate their way through nine innings. They allow just a couple of earned runs. They were really good down the stretch with Nardi, Brazoban, and Scott. Now we flip our attention to the offensive side of things. And how about Garrett Hampson? He collects his first hit as a Marlin last night. And then with two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning today, he hits a big homer to tie the game at one, but really good to see Hampson get going. This is a guy that was pretty good with the Rockies for a while. Yeah, he was, and he got a breaking ball up, and he was able to hit it just down the left field line, and he kept it fair. Really nice to say, see he's been playing some really good defense because of a rise with the little finger issue that he had in that's on that slide in Philadelphia. So he's really picked up. You know, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow with a rise out on, you know, whether he starts or, or if Hampson gets that gets that nod at second, but he can play the outfield as well. But really nice to see him contribute. He was one for two with that, that big home run there in the fifth inning. And uh, then in the seventh inning, Garcia with the double, Segura with the single, uh, and then Fortes and Arise come up massive for the Marlins. I mean, I don't know what more there is to say about Arise. He is, he is incredible. He is. You really have a hard time. Pitchers have a hard time throwing to him. There's really not one way to get this guy out. It's basically he's got to get himself out. You know, he's not a really good high ball hitter, but if you make a mistake, especially with the infield in, he'll squeak one over. And that's exactly what he did in that seventh inning. Uh, you know, just great to see, but. I'm going to go back to Avi Garcia and his day. Yeah. Two for two. He runs scored. He was on base all three times because that first inning was the catcher's interference yep. that wound up being an error. So, you know, tough break for him. But got the base hit in the fourth and then the big double to lead off that seventh inning. It's huge for him because, you know, coming off an injury, uh, you know, come, getting back. And this is, what, I think the second game back. Uh, from coming back off that injury, yep. but really nice day for him. Well, and Garcia comes into the ball game batting 121. That sucker jumps 50 points. He ends the day two for two, like you mentioned, and uh, now he's batting 171. So things can change very quickly this time of the year. So, uh, Nelly, good stuff. And you know, five days ago the Marlins were four and seven, and all of a sudden five days later, you give them an off day. They've rattled off four in a row. Before I let you go, we've got ourselves a heck of a matchup here tomorrow, Alcantara versus Gallon. Yeah, I always liked watching Gallon. I thought when he first came up and he was a rookie, he really uh, not surprised me, but, uh, you know, 
I was astonished with how his in-game in-game adjustments that he made at a young age and being a young rookie that what he did I, there was a Chicago we'll talk about it tomorrow but uh, you know he's such a terrific pitcher understand what the Marlins needed to do they needed to get some offense and they felt like he was expendable but you know he bec- he's become one of the best righties in the game now uh, and now with Sandy let's see what kind of bounce back outing that he has after Philadelphia it was unlike him giving up those nine runs uh, but mechanically he was off and you know the command with the fastball has not been there on a consistent basis like it normally is so I know they worked in the bullpen in between starts and I'm in- interested to see how he goes out and, and gives that bounce back start but a terrific matchup and a chance for the Marlins to get a sweep and rattle off their fourth or fifth victory in a row all right Nelly good stuff uh, let's take a listen to the highlights I'll see you tomorrow all right Kyle thanks for having us all right Marlins uh win this ball game three to two they win their fourth consecutive game today for the first time this season they have skirted above the 500 mark. They are 8-7. They did trail one nothing in this ballgame after a half inning of play after Christian Walker gave the Diamondbacks the lead in the first. 1-0 pitch. The Walker is hit in the air on a line left field. To his right is De La Cruz. He's got it. Tagging from third is... 1-0 pitch. The Walker is hit in the air on a line left field. To his right is De La Cruz. He's got it. Tagging from third is Cattell Marte. He'll score easily. And the Diamondbacks have themselves an early lead. It's 1-0 here in the first. And that would stand with Ryan Nelson on the mound for the Diamondbacks until the bottom of the fifth when there were two outs and nobody on base. Garen Hampson at the plate. 3-2 pitch to Hampson. hit high in the air. Down the left field line. Stay fair. In the corner. This is gone. It's a homer for Garrett Hampson. Hampson got his first hit last night in his first homer as a Marlin comes this evening. It's 1-1 here in the fifth. And it would stay 1-1 until the seventh inning. And that was until Gabriel Moreno gave the Diamondbacks a 2-1 advantage. The pitch is a ground ball back up the middle. It's through for a base hit. And the Diamondbacks are going to take a 2-1 lead thanks to Gabriel Moreno's one-out RBI single here in the seventh. And that would be all for Matt Barnes, who relieved Braxton Garrett. Andrew Nardi came on. He walked a couple of guys, but he left the bases loaded in the top of the seventh inning. And that would send us to the bottom of the seventh inning. And it was a 2-1 to Diamondbacks lead on this Saturday afternoon in Miami. Scott McGuff came on for the Diamondbacks. Avi Garcia capped off a really nice day with a leadoff double in the seventh. Jesus Sanchez bounced out to first, but it was a productive out because Garcia went from second to third on the play. He was stationed there in a 2-1 game with Gene Segura at the plate. Nothing into the count to Gene Segura. Here's the pitch. Swinging a ball. Blooped right field. Sinking fast. Base hit, and we are tied. Gene Segura fights off a fastball, and he just pitches it out into right field. A base hit for Gene Segura. It's 2-2 here in the seventh. Fortes followed with a single. Segura would go first at third. McGuff was done. Torrey Lavello called on the left-hander Andrew Chafin. And that was when Skip Schubacher called on Luis Arise. Remember, Arise did not start this ballgame today. 
He, uh, he's got some nasty-looking fingers on his left hand after he got cleated by Real Muto sliding headfirst into home on Wednesday. It uh, has been difficult for him. You heard Garrett Hampson postgame with Stevens say that, you know, you can tell that he's, he's working through a little bit of pain. Skip Schumacher said the swelling is nearly gone, maybe arises in the starting lineup tomorrow. We'll see. But he was good enough to pinch hit today, and he came to the plate with two outs and runners at the corners in the bottom, or uh, one out, rather, in the bottom of the seventh. Pitch to a rise, swung on and blew, into center field, base hit, the Marlins take the lead. Going from first to third is Nick Fortes. A throw back to first, and they got a rise, but the Marlins have a 3-2 to two lead here in the bottom of the seventh inning. That's a massive base-running blunder by a rise, but his RBI single has given the Marlins the lead. Wow. Unbelievable. Arise is incredible. He uh, did create the out there at first base, but his one-out RBI single in the bottom of the seventh inning proved to be the difference maker in this ballgame today. On the mound, Waskar Brazoban pitched a perfect eighth. That was terrific to see. Brazoban, remember, he had the visa issue. He got off to a late start this spring. He's got a 4.35 ERA, but he's really starting to settle in lately. Brazoban worked a perfect eighth, and then Tanner Scott was called upon in the ninth. Brazoban actually went out and took the warm-up pitches on the mound in the ninth. Skip Schumacher bought Tanner Scott a little bit more time out in the bullpen. He took Brazoban out of the game. Tanner Scott came in. He went 3-0 on Pavin Smith before he battled back to strike him out with a slider over the inside corner. Gabriel Moreno, first pitch swinging, bounced out to first. And then it was for the Arizona Diamondbacks in the top of the ninth inning with nobody on in two out. It was up to Jake McCarthy to keep it alive for Arizona. To take the lead, here's the 1-2 pitch, swung on hit in the air, left field. In pursuit is De La Cruz. He's there to make the catch on the run. A sensational catch, and the ballgame is over. The Miami Marlins have won three of their last four series. They have rattled off a season-high four wins in a row. They beat the Arizona Diamondbacks 3-2 here at Lone Depot Park on this Saturday night in Miami. And for the first time in 2023, the Diamondbacks have lost back-to-back -back games. Tanner Scott saves the day for the Marlins. Luis Arise wins it in the bottom of the seventh, and the Marlins beat the Diamondbacks here tonight. Heck of a ball game for the Marlins, who fight back to win this game. The Marlins are now 8-7, while the Diamondbacks fall back to 8-7. The Marlins are now 4-0 in one-run games this season. They have won a season-high four games in a row. They have rattled off consecutive series victories, and they've now won three of their last four series against the Phillies, against the Twins, and now here on this Saturday night against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Marlins are getting hot, and we've got ourselves a terrific ball game coming up and coming your way tomorrow afternoon at 140 when Alcantara goes opposite of Zach Gallen. The Marlins pitching staff struck out eight tonight, and that means $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you very much. Let's now head down and listen to a very happy Skip Schumacher following yesterday's victory over the Diamondbacks. 
win, but we'll start with Arise's big pinch hit there in the seven. Just how impressive uh, is he in his approach, and how much confidence do you have him in that situation? Yeah, early this morning, um, you know, we were considering and putting him in the lineup or not, and just figured it was, you know, probably a, I don't know, one more day probably would have done it. Uh, the the finger best for him and for us, you know, moving on the season, 14 games in or whatever we're in. And, um, you know, he took batting practice around two o'clock or so. And after all the treatment um, in the training room, he said, hey, hey man, I, f- I feel pretty good. Like, if you need me, you know, I- I'm available. I said, all right, perfect. Um, so, you know, that one slot kind of came up um, where it's running in score, uh, runners in scoring position only is where I was going to probably use him. Um, had an idea that they would probably put Chafin up against him and kind of that where the Hampson's uh, nine and the Jazz at the one. Um, so, you know, we had an idea, but, you know, he was one for three um, before against Chafin, and um, I like Rise's chance anywhere. Um, so, it uh, you know, he makes you look good as a manager. This team coming from behind, I was talking to Jacob Stallings yesterday, just saying how much confidence is that. How would you describe the character of, of your team early this season? Um. Well, I, I think they're you know b- believing they can win and compete against anybody. And you know our bullpen has just been so much fun to watch and lights out. And uh, it's not just it's not just stuff over command. It's command and stuff right now. And um, doesn't matter what role we're throwing them into, um, whether it's because of injury or whatever. Um, you know they're owning it and dominating it. And I know it's early. I get it. But um, you know there's a lot of bullpens in the league that are struggling right now. And we'll we'll go through that. You know there'll there'll be some spots in the season where we'll go through some stuff. But um, there's a lot of guys picking each other up right now, and it's uh, it's impressive to watch. The lead up in the seventh inning before a rise, Avi getting the double, Segura getting the RBI hit. Two guys who haven't been off to the hottest starts at the plate for them to come through to give you the chance to get to a rise. To yeah, you know, I mean they're not going to hit a hundred the whole year, you know. So I'm pretty confident in that, and so um, you know having Segura up there, bat to ball skill, knowing you know that he's going to put the ball in play. I know that infield in. You know, we value, we've said, we, we value putting the ball in play and for reasons just like that. You know, you don't want the big strikeout guys up when with runners in scoring position or, you know, with the guy on third in the infield in. You want to put the ball in play and put pressure on him. But, yeah, huge double, obviously, with Avi to start it off. Uh, Sanchez getting him over, that's a baseball play that's not going to show up in the box score, giving himself up um, and smoking it over there. You know, not just, you know, trying to get him over, but getting him over and smoking it over there and making it a tough play. And then obviously Segura coming through. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a, a good team inning. Um, we'll talk about the rise base running later. In that ninth inning, uh, leaving Brasso and then bringing Tanner, uh, just talk about that kind of chess match, if you can call it up. Yeah, they um, they got weapons, you know, on the bench, and they got a good right-handed hitting lineup, a left-handed hitting lineup, and you kind of pick your poison there. Um, so we decided, uh, you know, put Braz out there in case they left Ahmed in the game. Um, they pitched him yesterday, and so, you know, we liked the matchup, and if they flipped it, then we were going go to go to Tanner there. Um, you know, because of yesterday, I just don't want to keep throwing – flow and puck every single day um and you know these guys have earned you know those leveraged positions honestly and um and we know when tanner's on it's he throws the ball in the zone he's unhittable and so you know when he does stuff like that um man it makes our bullpen really really good and in bras it's just you know 
from long guy to multi-inning to now setup guy. Um, it's just it's fun watching him grow. Nardi's, I'm sorry. Nardi's uh, strikeout, they kind of stopped momentum for them. How much did that give you guys a lift when you got Oh, yeah. I mean, base is juiced right there. Uh, put him in a tough spot as well, and he's showing he can get righties and lefties out. So when you can have that in your bullpen where it's not just um, you know heavy on one side and you have the ability to get both guys out, now you're not just picking lanes. You try to put the, you know, the guy in the best spot for him to succeed. And I'll be honest with you, like, I messed up in a couple of these spots. And um, when good, good, you have good players, they cover up your mistakes. And um, it, I did not put a couple of these guys in, in the best spot to succeed today. And they showed up and, and they covered uh, big time. And so um, just proud of, of how they went about it. And Braxton, another great start for him. How did he set the tone today? Yeah, I mean, it's just, a, again, he's a pitch maker, pitch ability, throwing his, uh, you know, each, each pitch he has. Um, on both sides of the plate, getting strikeouts when he needs them, keeping them off balance. Um, there wasn't a ton of hard contact, um, so yeah, just uh, really impressed um, on Brax. Not you know not beating himself, no walks, that type of thing. I mean, walk, but not not a ton of walks. I think a two out walk was like the the one that he probably wants to have back. But other than that, um, yeah, he just he just doesn't miss in the middle of the plate, and he he's hitting the his spots a lot and and commanding all his pitches. So and when he does that, it's it's tough to hit off him. One more guy, Gary Hampson, guy who doesn't get as much playing time with the rise out, getting the home run to tie the game, and then set basically reset things in the fifth. Yeah, great defense too. Yeah. You know, he played great D today. Good tr- double play turn ball uh, in the four hole. They dove and caught um, sliding catch. Guys with speed up and down that lineup, so you can't even you can't mess it up a little bit, right? There, I mean, they'll be safe. So, but yeah, um, you know, game tying home run. You know, again, like we said yesterday, the strong bench. You know, is you know, good teams have strong benches, and you know, the guys that we threw in there the last couple of days have not had a ton of playing time. And Garrett Hampson had a big double yesterday and big home run today. And again, you know, good good players make you know good managers. <laughs> so um, it just covers a lot of your mistakes and um, you know some mistakes that don't come up in the box score that I probably made. And um, but we come out with a win. Oh, Chaz, what happened when he did shaken up when he hit the wall? Yeah, I, he uh, kind of came down, landed on his ankle a little bit, but. Um, you know, the very next play, dove and caught it, and then bunt single. So, you know, he felt pretty good about him, you know, the rest of the game. How nice is it knowing that, you know, you could rely on your bench with guys like Fortes, Stalling, Hampson today, John Brady when you have to play him, and Yuli? Yeah, I mean, I said they have to play. I mean, you, you don't play them, they sit and rot, and you can't expect them to come in and have a big hit. You can't expect Hampson to come in and. Um, you know, have a big double or big uh, home run. I mean, he played in Philly the other day and got two at-bats. He probably didn't love those at-bats, but he got in the game. And so that means your timing is is getting better. It's not just off the machine or off BP. Like, you need to play. And just because you're not successful in one of those games doesn't mean that we're not going to throw you back out there because we know how hard it is when you play once every five days. The same thing with Yuli. It's the same thing with the, the both the catchers. So um, they have to play. And that's why I like to utilize that DH a little bit more and just kind of, you know, flip it around. Um, but when, you know, you have got when guys need days off because there's not a lot of guys in the league that play 162, you have to have those guys come in and produce and, and feel like there's no real gap 
when they are taking when you have your you know everyday guys taking days off and it feels you know they've those bench guys have won the game the last couple games so it's it's been it's been pretty cool okay that was skip schumacher let's now hear from the starter yesterday braxton garrett he's feeling good and comfortable let's hear what he had to say following the victory great starts do you feel like you're starting to get into a bit of a groove yeah i feel good um glad to have a routine um yeah i feel good so far what was working for you today um just confidence in my stuff you know my sinker was good um my velo was down a little bit but you know i just battled and had a good mix the sinker and the four seam were really separating so yeah and the slider slider was big you got ahead of a lot of batters how big of a focus was it to go out there and get the first pitch strike yeah big focus we had a conversation about that just how how much better we are as a staff just going from 01 to 10 you know just getting all of us are getting a lot better at that and yeah there's an emphasis on it how big of a challenge is that as as you're you know growing in this game just to have the confidence in your stuff and just not i guess give the hitters too much credit yeah you know we i learn every time i go out there and obviously i've been getting more starts as of late or last year and this year and just getting comfortable and having good conversations with Mel and the other guys and, you know, just having a plan and sticking to it. Braxton, you mentioned the slider after last start, how well it worked and <clears throat> threw it the most of the pitch today. Just the value of that pitch for you and just the importance of that in your arsenal? Oh, it's huge. Yeah, very big for me. You know, not a hard-thrown guy. I need to be able to spin it um, to both sides as well. You know, I got, I think, Ahmed on a back door. Um, yeah, so that pitch is huge, but... Even so, I can't just throw it, you know, arm side and down every time. I got to throw it the other side too. So, yeah, it's been huge. Too, actually, able to minimize in that first inning because they could have done some more damage off you, but you were able to kind of give the one, but you didn't go up to two, and, and you really settled in. How much of a turning point was that for you? To yeah, that was big. You know, that's one thing I've been proud of myself. You know, these last two starts been in, you know, a decent amount of trouble pretty consistently, and I've really just you know, bared down and continue to make pitches and believe in my stuff even when, you know, second and third, runner on third, whatever it is. So, yeah, I've been feeling good um, getting out of situations like that. Braxton, Stallings was saying how there's a different feel in the clubhouse and there's a, there's a confidence that when you guys are down by one, you're confident you're going to come back. How would you describe the character of this team? Yeah, it's been great. You know, we, we're coming off, I think that's four in a row now. Um, yeah, we, we, we know that we can come back. Um, you know, it's just confidence. We, we believe in each other. The defense has been great. Um, you know, we, we know someone's going to come through there late. How much does that belief help you when you're on the mound? It's huge, yeah. I mean, as you said, the feeling around the clubhouse feels a little different. Um, the confidence is up. Um, it's nice to have Louie just stick in, in there in the eighth or ninth, whatever it was, to get a hit. But... Um, yeah, um, we're swinging it better. The confidence is up. How impressive has he been? <laughs> I mean, words can't describe it. You know, I guy's hitting a billion, and he's we're a month in, so um, he is impressive. I don't even know how he got inside that ball on the hit today. It's just incredible how quick his hands are. Too good you don't have to face him? Yeah, you know, I was telling someone the other day, I've only faced him once, and it was my first live, and I got a ground out. And looking back, I was like, I'm glad I got that guy out. <laughs> All right, that was Braxton Garrett pumping out his chest for getting Luis Arise to ground out in some live BP. Good for him. We are back at it 
tomorrow. 141st pitch with Kyle Seeloff and Jeff Nelson. I've got Marlins on deck at 110. Make sure to tune in. Let's flip the M together, Miami. Thank you very much for joining us on another edition of the Marlins Rewind. We will talk to you tomorrow. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.